This is the Better Reading Podcast platform with stories behind the story, Jane's Be Better Podcast, my book chat with Caroline Overington and more. Looking for a particular podcast? Remember, you can always skip to it. The What Are You Reading podcast is brought to you by Belinda Audio. Hi everyone, Cheryl Argle here. This is our new podcast, What Are You Reading? Our followers know that we have our popular What Are You Reading Facebook Live every Thursday at 2pm. We decided to keep asking that question over the summer with this podcast and some amazing guests. So buckle up and let's talk about what we are reading. Josephine Moon, welcome to Better Reading. Thank you. I always love joining in with you guys. So much fun. Yeah, so it's kind of welcome back, isn't it? Um, yes. it? Let me introduce you. It took Josephine 12 years and 10 manuscripts. You know, I always talk about that with people um, because people tell me their journey to publication and I often tell them about your journey, which is I find so incredibly interesting. So 12 years and 10 manuscripts before her novel, The Teachers, was picked up for publication. And that first book that was picked up for publication was then shortlisted for an Arbia Award. Since then, Josephine's published numerous bestsellers, including The Chocolate Promise, The Beekeeper's Secret, Three Gold Coins, The Gift of Life, The Cake Maker's Wish and The Jam Queens. And she's very, very popular with our community. They just love you, don't they? They are great. I love my people too. They're awesome. Isn't it nice that, I mean, years ago, and you probably remember when the time there wasn't a connection with readers. It was probably pre-social media. It was way more difficult. I guess you'd get a handwritten letter. Yeah. You know, very occasionally I still get handwritten letters or um, cards, which is very thrilling. (laughs) I often (laughs) think about that and think, gosh, if I had started, you know, just, I don't know, like, but 10 years or five years earlier, I probably would have had loads of that stuff because people do email me, which is lovely. But, um, you know, if you've got an actual tangible card sitting on your desk or something, that's Always a really lovely thing. So, yeah, it's different but but still great. I agree with that. Do you know a tangible card? Not that I get many. I probably get more than I do myself because I'm lazy. But I do think that people often go to a bigger effort. Like that's an effort to do a card rather than to send a text yeah. or an email. It doesn't necessarily yeah. mean that it's more, I don't know, it has, has a bigger punch, I guess, because sometimes text can do that as well. But, yeah, there is that notion of, you know, having to write the address, getting a stamp and putting it in the mailbox. Wow. Definitely. And, and you know, for years now, once a year I go, I do a, um, a month of gratitude where I just send cards to random people like my doctor and just all sorts of people just saying, you know, thank you for this, that, and the other, and whatever. And people do get really, like, they're really touched by that. And it's, um, it really means something to them. So yeah, I think we need to bring back the art of letter writing. I'm actually writing to someone right now who can't email and do stuff. And it's so thrilling. Like you see this mail, this letter arrive in the mail and it's just, yeah, it's such a long lost art. And I think we need a revival for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there is something to it. Okay. So this is um, a little segment about what you're reading over Christmas and your summer holiday. What is it that yes. you're reading? What have you got? What's on the list? What I am reading right now is The Takedown by Lily Chu. It's a Chinese-American author and her book is currently being promoted by Audible 
and you know that I'm a massive Audible fan. I listen to 90-odd percent of my books I do or I read via Audible. So, yeah, she's got this uh, book out and it's really interesting. It's really lovely. It's a contemporary fiction story and lots of different storylines going on, which is always right up my alley. I like, you know, multiple multiple things going on all at once. I just finished, my book club just finished The Heart is a Star by Megan Rogers, Australian mm-hmm. author. That's another contemporary fiction uh, story, which takes um, a bit of a dark turn towards the end of the book, but it was very engaging. I was very hooked by that one. And I'm reading at the moment The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, which I know has been around for decades. Yes. But um, for some reason I've never, maybe because I'm not a highly effective person, I've never actually engaged with the book. So I'm currently working my way through that one and I'm listening because like most people, I have multiple books on the go at once. I'm also listening to Hannah Gadsby's 10 Steps to Nanette as well, which is so refreshing. It really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to talk about Audible because I think um, audiobooks, we've got a fabulous sponsor, which is Belinda Audio, and I I know you can get Belinda read books on Audible, but they've changed so much over the years. I, I mean, you know, I remember when they were, you know, 15-pack CDs. Yes. I just you'd have to carry them around in a suitcase, right? Yeah. But I feel that the value of them, particularly around holiday time, is when you're going on holidays, I always cue them if I'm going for a long drive. I'd imagine people with children, they probably cue them when they're going for a long drive. There's so much value in listening to a story, isn't there? Oh, for sure. And uh, the narrator, of course, is uh, such a major part of that. For you've sure. got an excellent narrator. It's yeah. just everything. Uh, but, yeah, absolutely. I listen to them all the time. I mean, I listen in bed or I listen in the car or if I'm out walking, sitting at the doctor, whatever. Yeah, you just tap them on and off and, and away you go. But it just transports you from wherever you are to somewhere else, which is mm. sometimes really lovely. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. We often get concerned parents and grandparents asking us about the value of audiobooks for children. And I'm not a teacher and we're not in education at all, but I think just get story into them. Yes, I know reading is oh. um, essential and speak to teachers about yeah. that, but as far as yeah. we're concerned, 
Stories are magic. Doesn't matter. Oh my gosh. I find it actually, I do understand why people have concerns, but there's a definite sort of uh, vibe out there of it's not the same thing and you're not working hard enough. Basically, if you're listening to a story, it's not really the point of story. And I I often like to remind people that actually sort of the written word and and books have only been around for, we'll say, Mm -hmm. yeah, books, only for a number of centuries, right? So the whole of humanity has been living on oral storytelling for ever. So I think, you know, it's in our DNA, it's in our brain. We're, we're genetically programmed and wired to love listening to stories. Yeah. I mean, I so agree with that. There was an author that I looked after a few years back now called, and he was from Sudan. Well, he is from Sudan, Majak Tulba. And he obviously grew up with story, but oral storytelling. And he said to me when he first saw a book, like a printed book, I love this story. When he first saw a printed book, he thought the way it worked would be that you would put on some device on your head, right? And then that book, yeah, don't you love this? But it makes sense in a way, doesn't it? If you'd never seen a book. And then that story in your head would come out as a print book. Oh, I love this. Oh, I've got goosebumps. I've actually got goosebumps everywhere. I want it to turn into a children's book or something. It's fantastic. (laughs) It is really fantastic and it is the way that it is. But, you know, I mean, in a way it is like that. You have the story in your head and then you turn it into a book. Yep. Absolutely. All two methods of communication are are valid, whatever way they come out. I agree. Um, Read it, you know, however you like. E-books as well are really popular. Okay, now tell me, what do you do over Christmas and New Year? Do you do anything special? Do you take a break? What do you do? Oh, in terms of writing, do you mean? or No, in terms of your life. Life. Uh, I try and have a break for many (laughs) For many years, I don't actually think it's going to happen this year, which is kind of exciting. For many, many years, I've sort of always ended up with copy editing to do over Christmas because the publishing houses kind of generally, you know, go quite quiet and shut down. So they sort of organise their time to do that stuff and then send it to me to do over Christmas and then so then it goes off and gets published out in, you know, March or April. So um, I am very often have that going on, but I don't this year, which is has been, I've, I've really had to sit down and go, Look at all this amazing time that I have and what am I going to do with my time? So do you speak a word of the year? Are you one of these people who chooses a word? No, I don't. No, I've got words, but not a year. What's yours? Yeah, right. Well, my word, my word for this year, I think, now I'm going to say it out loud, it will have to be, is fun. So I really want to capitalise on some fun this year. So I think this is Christmas is a good time to, to start with the fun. But in terms of other things, it's just, yeah, it's family get-togethers. And my sister and I just took our two youngest, well, I only have one, and then she has three, so her youngest and mine, down to Stanthorpe to a Christmas farm on a three-day road trip, which was just so much fun. And I've just told the boys they have to do it every year now. I don't care if they're 18, 19, we're just going to do it every year. (laughs) How lovely. lovely. Yeah. What was your word for 23? Oh, can you? I can't mean to write a a whole post about this. The word I chose was rest because I yeah. was I knew I, I really needed to prioritize rest and downtime. And the year turned out to be the complete opposite of it. And I un, I unearthed the word. I even had it, you know, on a little poster on my wall, but had just been steadfastly ignoring it. And then I sort of saw it again and thought, oh, I really did not nail that at all. Mm-hmm. But for me, often Often I'm very bad at rest. I'm a terrible sleeper and I'm just not actually not good at doing nothing. So I think fun is a better alternative because it's energizing and it is rest because it's different to whatever I'm usually doing. So 
I'm, mm. I'm thinking fun is going to be a better word. And so when you choose that word, um, how do you enforce it? So you write it down and <laughs> stick it on your computer. I'm just very curious. I, 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 I've oh. not heard about this. <laughs> I'm doing it quite words. badly, clearly. Some, some years I've done it quite, quite well um, yeah. and maybe that was just sort of luck rather than any of my particular effort. But, you know, as I've shown last year, it was abysmal. So I don't actually have an accountability system for that. That's probably one of my missing keys. Right. Mm. Maybe that seven habits of highly effective people will help you. Maybe it will. (laughs) See, it's all coming together. (laughs) It is all coming together. Okay. So do you, I, because you know, I love cooking. So do you cook, do you do any cooking or do you cook around Christmas? Is that something you do? I do. I am not good with do you know, my uncle said to me one day, I have this beloved uncle, Anthony, who was at our house and I, he came over with him and his wife, my aunt, and um, I decided to make him a roast and I'm tr- I was trying to carve the roast. And he just looked at me and he just went, Joey, did you not get the family carving gene? And I always went, no, I didn't. <laughs> like I just, I can't do roast. I don't know why. They're supposed to be simple, but they're not. So no, I try and stick to baking if I can. For me, cooking and baking are two very different things. Yes. Although yesterday I had a total shocker too, and I don't know what happened, but I burnt stuff and things didn't set, and I don't know what was going on yesterday. I was just jinxed by stuff. Yeah, I think that's fine. I have total shockers, like because I like cooking and I... I do it as much as I can. And because I'm not cooking every night. So when I do cook, it's always, you know, I've got time. I can plan, you know, I'll, I'll only cook maybe once or yeah. twice a week. But sometimes you can have it where it just doesn't work from the start. And sometimes I think I'm out, I should have given up an hour ago. It's just not coming yeah. together. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think yeah. the only thing I got right was I made um, caramel out of a can of condensed milk. That was the only thing that worked, but then I didn't yeah. have anything to put it in because everything else had failed. So, yeah. But, you know, that's the beauty of caramel. You can just eat it off the spoon. Oh, so exactly, and it goes really well over um, vanilla ice cream. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so what have you got a list of books that you'd like, you want to read in 24? Oh, I do. I am desperately hanging out for... The second book by Alison Goodman's in her The Benevolent Society of Ill-Mannered Ladies. Oh, my gosh. That was my absolute book of the year. I just couldn't have loved it more if I tried. So thank goodness she has a sequel coming out. So that's coming. I don't know what month it's coming out, but um, I just signed up for a newsletter so I can find it. Be on on the right on the ball. So I'm really looking forward to that. My lovely friend Mary Lou Stevens has, yes. has her book, The Chocolate Factory, coming out very soon, and she's coming back from overseas to see us all, which is fabulous. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, Tilda is visible, of course, although I've been oh, lucky to uh, get a sneak sneak view of that one. Yeah, by our yes. very own Jane Tara. Yes, lovely. Absolutely. So I want to see it in its beautiful package and I want to listen to it on audio and I want to do it all over again. And the other Bridget Jones, of course, will be out in another couple of weeks or so as well. So that will be a great read. So, yeah, quite a few stacked already to go. Already, I can imagine. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you have a wonderful Christmas and New Year. Um, and I hope that 24 is full of fun for you. Thank you. See, you can hold me accountable now. That's great. I can. <laughs> I can. And I'm going to. 
Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to give us a review. And if you love discussing books, check out our What Are You Reading merch, T-shirts, tote bags and more. Find us on the Better Reading website. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Traffic jams, tailgating, pile-ups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. If you enjoyed this podcast, leave us a review and check out the other podcasts on the Better Reading Network.